entire time I knew him, he only ever had one goal. To wipe out half the universe. If he gets all the Infinity Stones, he can do it with the snap of his fingers. Just like that. Tell me his name again. Thanos. We got one advantage. He's coming to us. We have what Thanos wants. So that's what we use. Let's talk about this plan of yours. I think it's good, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Wow. everyone and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny and I am joined today by my friend Cheyenne. Hi guys! <laughs> so as you can probably guess by now, um, we're not talking Star Wars this week. We are talking Avengers Infinity War. Um, just wow. <laughs> just before we get into anything, just wow. So before we really dive in and everything, um, I did want to let you guys know uh, next week, Kristen will be joining us again. She's she's not gone or anything. Um, she's had some stuff with work and that she hasn't been able to join, but uh, she will be back for next week's episode. So definitely take a look for that. And also, be sure to visit our Instagram at uh, Kesselron Weekly. Uh, if you're already following us there, participate in our 1K giveaway. We finally reached a thousand followers on Instagram, and we're giving away the last shot by Daniel Jose Older. I think I said that right. Um, <laughs> and a Lando Calrissian Black Series figure, as well as a Box Lunch Funko Pop exclusive Chewbacca. So, got a lot of cool stuff, a lot of awesome stuff and everything, so definitely check that out, enter to win, yeah. <laughs> so, Avengers Infinity War Cheyenne. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so It was definitely interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's one of many words. Um, I'm... I, <laughs> I'm not one to curse, but I actually felt the urge. <laughs> I was just like, what in the... But um, I want to start with our spoiler-free reactions. So I want to get your reaction, because I didn't get to watch it with you. So let's hear it. Um, so my initial... I guess I would say my in-movie reactions was... What's the right word? Not content. I was content with the movie mm-hmm. and the events within it. Um but also taken aback. It's like expected, but unexpected um, seemed to be happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was content with that because it was keeping me interested 
it definitely kind of tied everything together that I don't really know about because I don't read the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so just going in as the, as solely like a movie person for Marvel. Um, and then afterwards I was very just like that. I mean, really like a kind of a sigh and didn't really know what to do with my life. Uh, I came home and I know I told you earlier, but I came home and I sat on my bed and was like, okay, yes. <laughs> what do I do? Now? <laughs> Without, yeah, without spoilers, that's all I've got is really kind of how I was feeling rather than anything else. I shared your existential crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. Um, I actually had a friend of mine that I work with. um, He had texted me and he was like, yeah, I'm supposed to be at work at like 5 a.m. and I can't sleep. It was like (laughs) 3 at that point. I was like, dude. (laughs) Because he said all he was doing was staying up uh, thinking about Infinity War, really. And... I did the same. I was very thankful that I'm off today <laughs> because I, I I was up all night long thinking of all the different ways and everything that this could go and if I liked it or not, to be honest with you, because after my first viewing, um, like as the credits started rolling and that end scene, I was, I, I was silent. I was just <laughs> staring at the screen like, seriously? Like, we're ending it that way? Yep. What? <laughs> like I didn't know if I was mad, if I was okay with it, if I I, I didn't know what it was. Like yeah. I, I mean, last the last Jedi kind of gave me that feeling a little, but I have never watched a movie where I was just like floored like that. Like right. I was like they they did it, mm-hmm. it, it happened. <laughs> that's that's I don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Is pretty much how I felt at that time. Um, and, and that was what's crazy is because like, usually I'm all in theories. Like theories are the most fun for me for movies, like the Marvel cinematic star Wars, like mm-hmm. theories are like, they're just the most fun for me. And mm-hmm. I had none. <laughs> I was completely just, I had no words. I, I think I posted it on, uh, our Instagram. Um, just stunned is, is mm-hmm. what, <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. Now I've seen it twice yeah. since then. Um, I actually got to see it earlier this morning, and I really enjoyed it. So, there's that. Danny does like the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Danny does like the movie. Um, But, I mean, I was just, like, seeing it the second time, knowing what was coming, even though I knew what was coming, didn't make it any easier to digest. Um, But it was was great, the way that they did it. Like, I'm just... Bravo. (laughs) I think that's the best part is how they handled it. They handled all of the events that had to happen very well, Mm -hmm. especially for like somebody that's not expecting any of that because I don't know what happened. Um, I was just like, it's going to be a war. It's going to be big. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's do this. And it was so much more than that. And it, they cinematically beautiful, everything, the actors, oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. um, and it's just like, it's it's not, and this is going to sound really weird and maybe like extra, extra nerdy of me, but it's not like you're sitting and watching a movie. It's like you're watching people's lives and everything changes. And you're like, oh my God. Absolutely. Because it might be superheroes and it might be fantasy, but like people go through real things mm-hmm. and although it's made into the, like this fantasy world that we enjoy, it's so relatable sometimes. And you're just like, Oh, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> no, definitely. Um, I, I completely agree with that. Uh, because that's what I love about the MCU is that, like not only is it very fantastical and strange, and obviously a ninety eight percent of that stuff would never happen, right. um, <laughs> but at the same time, like it just sucks you in. Mm-hmm. Um, you just feel involved, and that's what this movie did for me. It, it literally like I forgot I was watching a movie for a moment, um, which hats off to the the creative team that designed Thanos. And everything, oh. those close-up shots with uh, his skin and like, how real he looked. Oh, he my so gosh. Cool. Yes. So cool. I don't like liking villains, but man. Marvel does <laughs> I mean, that. I guess I do because I have a habit of doing that, but. Well. <laughs> Loki. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I felt for Thanos. And that was what was weird. Yeah. Um, it. it it confused me. Like I felt wrong for it. At the same time, I was like, "I understand. You're still psychotic, but I understand." So yeah, it was the weirdest part. It's like you see his side. Yeah. <laughs> like some days you look at a villain and their point of view, and you're like, "Wow, you're crazy." Maybe you have a point, but like. I still don't agree with it, but with Thanos, you're like, oh my god. Like, he's not wrong. <laughs> That's not the right worst part. Him, but. Yeah. And it's not his job, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, see, and, and so in comparing him to another villain that a lot of people sympathize and love and love to hate, love, whatever, Loki. Like, with Loki, he was so clearly wrong in Avengers and literally through all of it that it's been like. Okay, yeah, I, I like you because of your character, because of, I mean, in all honesty, let's be honest, it's because of Tom Hiddleston, um, right. the way he brought him to life and everything, so that's that's the big thing with him. With Thanos, it was just, I'm, I'm really ashamed that I understand where you're coming from, <laughs> like, it, it makes you kind of think, am I a bad person? Like, I don't feel like this is right, but at the same time, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I wanted to be so angry at him the entire time, but there were moments where I caught myself going, man, I feel for you. I'm sad for you. And it was just, I mean, it. I, 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 guess, I guess hats off to the writing on that, because, I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah, to even have a character, because, I mean, as I usually reestablish as I talk, but, like, don't know anything about the comics. I don't know how he's established within those and how he grows throughout those, but to not know anything about him and then to have this movie give us everything mm-hmm. was overwhelming in a like in a sense, but not to the point that I didn't get it. It was to the point where it was like now now I know this character. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what to do with him because I am supposed to hate him and partially hate him. <laughs> yeah. But also I'm like he's he's got what all these heroes have. Mm-hmm. Just on the wrong side of it. It's yep. So much. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um so I honestly think that that's as much as we can say spoiler free cuz I mean I, like like I was telling you earlier before when we were kind of planning out the show and everything like I I I watched it with my brother-in-law last night. Um didn't get to see it with my wife and we always go in and see it and everything. Um, she stayed home and I went and saw it 
And so I got home and she's like, how was the movie? And I literally cannot say a word. And she was like, no, you can spoil it for me. I was like, nope, that would be a violation of our marriage. There is no way I could do that to you. Um, it was the hardest thing because, um, I mean, it, it it felt like like I was grieving and I couldn't share it. And it was just like, I'm going to harbor all this by myself and let it kill me inside. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sit here and take it. Yep. Because, just sit yeah. here and take it. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So, I think we can go ahead and get into uh, the spoiler territory. You ready for that? I'm ready. Let's spoiler do this. alert. Go. Yes. So, spoiler <laughs> alert. If you, if you are listening to this and you have not seen Infinity War, the first half of this is cool. You can listen to all that as much as you want, but go see Infinity War before you listen to this half. You have been warned. <laughs> Thanos demands your silence. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) All right. So cool. Let's go ahead and get with it. So it opens up with, I mean, really, in all honesty, the the way that the movie is divided, it's almost not really an act, but it's like all set for the stones. It's like a story (laughs) for the stones. Um, And so we open up with the power gem already in Thanos' possession. Um, We find out that Ragnarok pretty much doesn't matter. (laughs) <laughs> all that oh we're gonna save the Ar- Asgardians doesn't matter oh, they're all that. dead <laughs> that's it yep they've they've been attacked by Thanos' ship uh, everyone's dead and you've got this creepy Squidward looking guy oh my god <laughs> the, the Ebony oh, Mall me. yep <laughs> um, the Ebony oh, Mall sitting here saying oh you should be thankful that you're now in death a child of Thanos. And it's like, oh you creepy. What? You're insane. Yes. Who are you? Yes. Like, it's just, ugh. And, like, what's worse is, like, so I read Ebony Maw in the comics because pretty much the movie in general is a combination between the original Infinity Gauntlet story um, from the comics and then the new, I think it was, like, 2000 something. 2013, 14. I'm not really sure when it came out. Um, but when they did Infinity, mm-hmm. which didn't necessarily have to do with the Infinity Stones and the Gauntlet as much as the original story did. This was more like a multiverse thing or I don't know. It was crazy. Um, but that's where they first introduced the Black Order. Uh, Corvus Glaive, uh, Proxima Midnight. Um, his real name is Black Dwarf, but they renamed him Cul Obsidian, the really, really big guy. Yeah. Um, and then, um, uh, Ebony Maw. <laughs> I don't know why I missed <laughs> the one we're talking about. Um, but yeah, so mm-hmm. like reading Ebony Maw, like he creeped me out anyways because he's like a mind telekinetic, like all, like he's a match for Strange. Yes. Um, oh man. The yeah. voice that they got to play him in this movie is like, it makes my skin crawl. Like, it, in all honesty, it kind of reminded me of Hux a little bit. See, Hux. For me, he reminded me of Voldemort. And I was like, really? Okay. I think initially it was definitely the look. I was Mm -hmm. like, wow, no nose. Okay. Um, (laughs) His almost like his mannerisms, Mm -hmm. but his anger within it, it was like, and maybe I had Harry Potter on the brain because I combined a lot of them in him. But Mm -hmm. like, I thought of like Snape's calmness and Voldemort's just like anger, but also 
uh, what's the right drive. Okay. Do his duty and do whatever he was supposed to be doing. And I was just like, this guy's creepy. What is like, what's the point? But also like, I know that obviously Thanos can't do everything by himself, (laughs) but man, he was, I definitely, I definitely would be interested in learning more about him. So that could be a comic that I eventually pick up, but like, it's a great series. Yeah. It's definitely a great series. Um, it, it's one that's like riddled with tie-ins. So it's like not only is it the regular line, because I think the regular line was only like five or six comics. And mm-hmm. then there was like 20-something other ones that had to do with it. It was really big. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, I got that vibe with Ebony Maul when he was fighting against uh, Strange and um, Wong. Um, and everything, the way he was like talking to him. And it's like, oh, your tricks, you must be good at parties and stuff like that. I'm like, I I love you. This is great. All the wizard jokes were just amazing. (laughs) They were awesome. He he was so, because it's almost like an alluring joke on that Mm -hmm. end. And then with Tony, just like smacks in the face every time he made it. It was so great. I love it. I love it. Um, But yeah, so on the ship with the Asgardians, um, we meet the Black Order and Thanos for the first time. Uh, Loki tries to trick Thanos um, because he's got Thor and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, kill him. And then he puts the Power Stone of all stones up against his head. Like, it makes me cringe thinking about it because it looks so painful. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so he tries to trick Thanos and everything. He's like, oh, no, 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 spare him, spare him. And then he pulls the We Have a Hulk which I was so happy. It was like, all right, cool. Loki's kind of part of the team now. Yeah, I was so excited. Yeah. Because like you said earlier, like he is the villain you love to hate, but like Mm -hmm. also love him so much. Absolutely. (laughs) When he did that, yeah, it was very, I was like, oh, oh man, when the Hulk came in, I was like, yes, go. (laughs) And then, not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it seems like Thanos has been boxing for quite some time. <laughs> I, I was floored at how quick he moved. Like, I mean, I, Thanos is supposed to be this, like, super powerful being um, from Titan and everything. But, like, I don't know. Like, for some reason, I just wasn't like, oh, yeah, totally. It, it, it'll be a, a quick fight between him and the Hulk. I was thinking, like, a big hulking guys or whatever. I don't know. Right. But when he, like, just... I mean, literally float like a butterfly. <laughs> like, he was killing it. And then just slams him down. Done. Done. Over. And you're just like, cool. Yep. Great. So we're off to a great start. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, team. Yep. Yep. And then um, Heimdall helps uh, Hulk escape. Mm-hmm. Um, promptly kills Heimdall. Corvus Glaive. So, yeah. So, Heimdall's dead, which really sucked. Um, but Loki, I feel like you have feelings for that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you see how my voice went up and on? <laughs> I, so the first time that I thought Loki was dead, other movie, <laughs> I was like, my life's over. He's the only villain I've ever really liked outside of the Star Wars universe. So like, what do I do? Is this a, and I thought for a while, I was like, this is probably a joke because he's Loki. Uh-huh. Something's going to happen. And then it was, <laughs> um, but it was like the worst joke also. Yes. And, then, <laughs> um, and then with this one, it was more of the, the way that he died. Um, mm-hmm. It was not 
okay, he's gone, and, like, we're going to mourn him, and this is how it happened. You watched his death. Mm-hmm. And for, like, in movies like this where, like, you're expecting war and clashing and death, it's very quick. This one was not, and you no. saw his pain, and you saw him die, and you saw his um, his love for Thor and just in general, I guess, just mm-hmm. love, which is rare to see in him. Um, and then Thor's reaction to it made it worse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, he is the first one that I, so oddly enough, preface with the fact that I didn't cry a lot in this movie at all. And I thought that was weird of me. So I'm, I'm excited to go see it a second time because I am definitely a movie crier. Developed that as I became an adult and just started crying. over <laughs> stuff. And then now it just happens when real things happen, like Loki dying. Um, so I'm thinking when I go back, it'll, I'll have more of a physical reaction to it, but I was very taken aback. And that was kind of my first, like, take a seat moment because we're just getting started. Yep, exactly. Um, I loved how, how Loki or what Loki tried to do before that happened to him, um, where he was like, uh, my undying fealty and everything, but he was saying Loki son of Asgard or Odin's son, I think is the one that got me. Um, oh my when God. he looks at when he looks at Thor and says Odin's son, I was yeah. like, nope, he's doing something. He's doing yeah. something. I just don't do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I think he's gone. I he's- really do. I think he's legitimately gone. Um, just like Thanos said, no resurrections this time. No, not an option. And that explosion after, mm-hmm. I thought it was done. I thought, okay, we're not coming back to that for the rest of the movie. Yeah. I- I honestly thought it. I was like, okay, that's, I mean, that's it. That's that storyline. We're moving on. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the first death toll. Yeah. But. It, that does sadden me that, like, all of Thor Ragnarok, though, means nothing at this point, though. Because it was like, yay, save the artist guardians. And then it's like, nah. Fun movie, but, uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> you had fun? You got to laugh? That's the last time you're going to laugh for quite some time. Awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah it was just kind of like well that's that so yeah yeah. um but no see i i I know the weight of loki dying and the part where he was where he called himself odinson stuff like that that kind of that that i felt that but at the same time like (coughs) i wasn't upset I guess <laughs> um, it didn't bother me that he died because I almost—I mean, it, it was one that you kind of see coming. Um, right. It, it's like you're like, okay, well, is this a trick? Is it not? And everything. And then when he says Odinson and he owns it, it's like, nope, not a trick, and it's over. <laughs> yeah. In terms of his life, mm-hmm. and ending it <laughs> and done. So yeah, um, but yeah, so it goes from there to I believe. Yeah, we meet Thor in space with the Guardians. Yeah! I love that so much. Guardians, the the Guardians are my favorite. Position. Yes. Oh, they put space up. Yes. Like, the whole theater, also, in my theater on opening night, the they put space on the thing. There wasn't anything in the background to indicate that we were going for Guardians, but they put space up. The entire theater was like, woo! And I yep. was like, great! <laughs> we all know it's coming. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> I, I love I loved all of the stuff with because Drax always makes everything better. I, I loved well until he doesn't. But 
I mean, it's like revenge. You're right. Um, when when the bloodlust side of him comes out, yeah. then it's like settle down. But <laughs> uh, but before that, though, like I mean, with the whole thing of no, you're a dude. This is a man. <laughs> it's like it's like a pirate and an angel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure that he was going to be less Drax and more, like, uh, insightful and say this is a god or yeah. something. Like, describe it to them and so they'd all be like, oh, like, what do we do? But he was still Drax and was like, no, this is a man. Drax. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, you're one sandwich away from me. I was just like, dang, like... <laughs> That was awesome. Oh, I loved it. But uh, the whole thing of Thor meeting the Guardians was just perfect. Um, that whole scene and everything. Um, I feel like Drax really showed up in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was especially with um. I mean, as a character, developmentally wise, I mean, I, th- I think he, he he was. But as far as like his humor and timing and stuff like that, like Batista yeah. killed it. I loved his joke with where he was standing there with Peter and Gamora. And they were having their serious moment of if if Thanos gets a hold of me, kill me, and everything. And he's like, "I have mastered the art of being so slow that I am imperceptible to the eye." I was like, "Yes." I was like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> I didn't even hear. I don't think the crunch for me was audible. And I was like, "What was that? Like, why are they stopping?" I thought yeah. they were in a serious discussion. And they turn around and there's him. And I'm like, "It's coming." Here's a good joke. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love Drax. Uh, his humor is amazing, especially when they meet when they finally meet the Avengers, kind of a little forward. Um, and he's like, "Who's Gamora? Where's Gamora? I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora?" <laughs> it's like Drax crying <laughs> in the in the theater. That was, was great. I love uh, Mantis because Mantis is so oblivious, and so is he. Mm-hmm. But like to opposite things, <laughs> right? Like, they're both not quite there, but at the same time, one's more childlike than the other. It's just, I don't know. It's a cool matchup, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so cool. So, um, so yeah, so we meet the Guardians. Uh, Thor's going on a uh, Thanos-killing mission to get the super weapon that we don't know of yet to, uh, was it Nita Valir? I think. Nita Valir. Yeah, Nita Valir, um, which is cool, because we get to meet Tyrion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, everybody in the audience kind of paused for a second when he came on, mm-hmm. and then like his hair moved, and they were like, because ah! yep. <laughs> for a long time everybody was speculating that he was Pip the Troll from the Infinity Gauntlet line and everything. Um, he was basically the little comic relief that followed Thanos everywhere and caused trouble. Right. I've um, heard, I've never read it, but I've heard yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm glad that he was the the dwarf at the at the um, forge. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say star, so... Yeah, at the star, that works too. But yeah, um, I was glad that he was the one at the Forge. I thought that whole scene and everything was really, really cool uh, with him, Rocket Groot, and and everything. Especially with Groot uh, making the handle of it. Yeah, he was such a little angsty teen and then gave up his arm. And like, obviously it'll grow back, but... He's an angsty teen. <laughs> right. Well, and on top of that, like, it was cool because Groot, it was like Groot was learning the cost of things. Um, right. And he was learning that everyone has a place in this and everything. And so it's like, at that point, he was like, you know what? I'll step up. I'll do this. So, Right. And I wonder, this is just like an offhand question, but like, I wonder how, because he obviously 
didn't he died but like he regrew and so where's his he obviously knows who they are but does he not remember that he was a member no okay um, so uh, I think that was an article that came out before I think it was pretty much it was way back before Infinity War I believe um, mm-hmm. but yeah so Teenage Groot is not the same Groot from the first Guardians Okay. It's it's a sapling of that group. So he doesn't right. have those memories or anything like that. It's a new group altogether. Okay. So he's learning, they're raising him, all this kind of stuff. So yeah. Okay. That <laughs> makes so much more sense because I was like, why would he not know that right. he's supposed to help? <laughs> it's like, why are you intentionally being a jerk, dude? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That's> an excuse. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I loved all the whole Forge scene and everything. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, I-, I loved seeing it being forged. Um, yeah. seeing if like basically really how sh- durable and strong Thor is. I mean, he took the brunt of a star. I mean, <laughs> that scene for me was so intense. I was very tense the whole time. Um, during that one, and I was like, I know that he's gonna make it out of this. Mm-hmm. Why am I freaking out? But visually, I was just like, this is tough. He's going to do it, but is he going to do it and still be okay to fight? Mm-hmm. Like, I just was very concerned. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I thought it was really cool, though, because, like, literally, once he got the hammer, it was, like, game on. Like, yeah. done. <laughs> when he came into that battle, which I know we'll get to in a minute, mm-hmm. but whoa. Yes. And, oh. and, the, and the name of it, Stormbreaker. Yeah. So Game of Thrones. <laughs> 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 but at the same time, like, so I I I know you don't know much much of the comics, but like, so do you know Beta Ray Bill? Have no. Okay, so Beta Ray Bill was another worthy. Um, <laughs> he had his own hammer. His hammer was Stormbreaker. Okay. It looked okay. a lot different and everything, but yeah, that was his thing. So I, a lot of people were like, "Oh man, are we going to see Beta Ray Bill and everything?" Because technically, we see at least his species. Um, or at least a, a visage of it um, in Thor Ragnarok on the okay. side of the building. There's like this horse-looking thing. Yeah, That's yeah. Beta Ray Bill. Okay. So, yeah. And he's okay. he's a big thing in uh, Planet Hulk and all that kind of stuff um, in that comic line. Um, but yeah, so Stormbreaker is technically his hammer, but MCU rules. So <laughs> right, yeah. I was about to say because I think, and like obviously coming from the fact that I don't read them, but mm-hmm. also. Knowing that Thor can use it and does use it mm-hmm. makes me feel like he deserves it. And if they ever decided to add something like that, mm-hmm. they could maybe be like, hey, here, have this. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to forge them now, so, you know. <laughs> I'll just hold open the star one more time. Right, exactly. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Maybe they'll have that fixed next time. Um, but yeah, but no, I, I thought that was a whole really cool scene and everything. Um, and then we go to nowhere. Yeah. So I want to know what you thought of this scene because I, as obvious as it was the second time that it was not real at the moment, I, I don't know. The first time I was, I guess I was just so engulfed in it that I didn't even think that it might not be. Um, what did you think? I, so in the movie itself, I was racking my brain and I was like, what is nowhere? Why don't like, Mm -hmm. why do I know that they went there? Obviously, because not only do they say it, but I was like, something happened on nowhere. And then I remembered the collector Mm -hmm. and, um, I think I was more expecting them to like be too late 
and then when they show up and it's just like trashed. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, Thanos is, has been there mm-hmm. or he is there and then he's there. Um, and I was very, I think I was satisfied with the fact that, um, that they used a place that we already knew and that it was more of like a different mission, mm-hmm. but also let's go re-meet the collector probably because personally I love Benicio a ridiculous amount. Um, but was like, Oh cool. Like something's going to happen. They're going to have some crazy conversation. He did fantastic as usual, even in a small role or at least like that version of this role. Mm -hmm. Um, when, sorry to take this moment away from you, but when that reality stone was revealed, Oh yeah. (laughs) I was, and I mean, everybody kind of had gasps here and there. I physically, I was in an RPX seat, so it leans back a little. I physically, like, sunk into my seat and was like, can I cuss on this? But <laughs> 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 I said it out loud, so the people next to me were like, okay. <laughs> um, that moment for me was very, I don't want to, awe-inspiring is not the word. No. <laughs> Uh, I guess um, it freaked me out Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word Um, I was very like oh my god like what can he do now because now he's got power base Mm -hmm. and reality Yeah. and so now I'm like what can all three of these things do that he's physically going to ruin everyone's lives (laughs) yeah pretty much that's that's what they do (laughs) I was like this is not great and um so just, yeah, just knowing that we were somewhere that we've been before mm-hmm. and it was going to have even more of an impact. And I think that that, like, being on Nowhere is why Drax got sentimental again. Like, I feel like that moment replaying for him was more of like, okay, he's here. We're going again because yeah. I tried this before and messed everything up and I'm going to try it again. Mess everything up again. I uh, didn't think about that because it's the same time, the same uh, thing that he did with Ronan. He charged yeah. in crazy at nowhere. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. No, no pool to throw him into this time. Yeah. <laughs> they were just going to turn him into this block, like these blocks or whatever. God. <laughs> that stuff too. That. And what's funny is he's using that and he's like, he turned Drax into blocks and he did string to Mantis. Mm-hmm. But I was not expecting what he did with the gun. I was not either. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, well, well, like, it gave me a pit in my stomach when, because, uh, like, he was talking about, he's like, oh, he made you promise and everything. And he, then he pulls her closer and is like, do it. I was like, oh, God, I know. I don't, I, I don't like this at all. Yeah. And then bubbles. Yeah. Oh, man. And that, for me, I don't, maybe I'm not remembering it wrong, but, or maybe I'm not remembering it right, but, um, I feel like they could have spent more time on Gamora's face as they kind of disappeared because I feel like that was a moment where she had the most surreal amount of pain, mm-hmm. emotional pain of being like, crap, I'm done. Like yep. I have to go with Thanos now. And I think it, it scanned her face, but I think it didn't stay long enough. And I feel like it could have definitely left an impact on people for her to be in that much emotional pain. Well, absolutely. Cause she was in a place where she wished for death and it wouldn't come. Yeah. And that's the craziest, like, the darkest part of it, is that Star-Lord was going to honor that for her, and he was yeah. going to do that for her, 
But there's no way in the world Thanos would have allowed that to happen. Um, I didn't expect that with the gun at all. But at the same time, it was just kind of like, I was kind of floored that he did that. I was like, all right, do it. And then shoved her in his face. And I was like, dang, dude, calm down. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but no, that and when when they go to disappear and he's like, I like him. And then just disappears. That whole thing made me sick. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, no, you don't get to like him. <laughs> Dad, I don't care how much you think you are. And that's what keeps happening is like the whole, through the whole thing, it's like he's proud papa. It, yeah. It's just, what? <laughs> okay. This is going to go up in my blog, so forever anybody that's going to read it is going to see this again. But I, my dad calls me little one. Me and my dad do not have a good relationship, so I was so triggered. Oh, I was no. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, it was <laughs> definitely weird. And that's, like, very, like, a personal thing, but uh-huh. it was just so... Because, obviously, even if it's not a personal thing, even if that's not something your dad calls you or somebody uh-huh. calls you, you're just like, why does he... Like, you don't get to have this relationship with her. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and then in talking about that, too, like, so... I guess talking about Thanos for a little bit, mm-hmm. his whole thing with the the fatherly and he kept calling her daughter, little one, things mm-hmm. like that. Like you wanted to hate it, and, and I wanted to hate it. I, I wanted to just be disgusted at it. it. It gave me a pit in my stomach because I knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's not like the other villains, and that's what's freaky is that he's not necessarily aggressive. He's not sitting here just looking for blood for the sake of blood. He has a purpose, and he's hell-bent on that purpose um, at literally any cost. Um, But at the same side, like, you almost see a father's heart. It's really twisted, and it's really messed up. Um, But you feel for him. Yeah, it, like for that that moment where he's talking to Gamora on the ship and everything, and she says that she hated hated the throne uh, or mm-hmm. hated that chair. She hated the this room. She hated this, and he he just lets out that you told me every day yeah. for twenty years, and for a second you're like, ouch, yeah, <laughs> like you yeah. felt bad for it, and then you're like, whoa, 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 no, 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 hold on, you're the bad guy, no, <laughs> right, right, yeah, and I think. Maybe, and maybe it was the the little one mm-hmm. phrasing that triggered me initially. And but it's very much like, like you said, like the fatherly role. But then, like the way he goes about it is not great. It's almost like in a sick fashion, right? Because he's not abusive, not physically, mm-hmm. almost not even emotionally, because he's not lying to her in any way, and right. he's not tricking her in any way. He's always honest with her, which is scary because yeah. he's horrible. Yeah. But <laughs> like. For me, it's like your dad always wants the best for you. Mm-hmm. Her dad wants the best for her. The difference is he wants it the more for him. Exactly. And I, like I said, like being triggered by the little one and then coming to that realization because that's kind of the bad blood behind my father and I. Is mm-hmm. He wants everything good for me and he, he tries, but he wants better things for himself. Yeah. And it's like, be that fatherly heart. Mm-hmm. But I mean... You (laughs) trying to turn your daughter. I don't know. Like it was, it's definitely, it was definitely one of the relationships I loved watching Mm -hmm. Uh, being evolve more than her hate for him, Mm -hmm. but seeing like 
the fact that she like seeing the the flashbacks um when she was little yeah that like it kind of makes everything full circle for me mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool well and so and that's what kind of tripped me out too is like he even shields her from the death when when it flashes back to her being little like he genuinely cares for this child and that's what's freaky cuz it's just like where where do you where is that line drawn and i mean obviously we find out where that line gets drawn um in the next stone that they come up on but it, it was just it it weirded me out because literally he was just like oh well let me teach you something literally like got down on her level fatherly mentor like and was teaching her about balance and all this other kind of stuff and then all of a sudden they they give the order to kill and he's like don't look yeah. like it, like he knows the limit of it's not time yet or whatever it's just it it, it makes my skin crawl thinking about it but yeah. it, it confuses me to know because i'm just like i i feel for you you're not awful but you're awful oh. <laughs> Yeah. you're a psycho but the part was like understanding that because for me i thought i was like his love for her is a ruse like the whole time i solidly That's what I was thinking mm-hmm. until what is it vormir uh yeah vormir uh when they go searching for the soul stone yeah i thought that up until that point up mm-hmm. until that very very moment and i was just like oh like no he's full of crap he doesn't yeah. love her All so let's this- talk about vormir real quick actually because um that was actually held a moment that I did not see coming no. whatsoever. So um, the Red Skull survived. <laughs> Let's just throw that out there. Yeah, I don't know anything about him, and I actually have a Marvel like w- wiki page pulled up because I wanted to read more Yeah, um, and understand why he's there, which he kind of touches on. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I don't know anything about him, but I thought he was gone for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which which kind of makes me wonder who else is not gone. Right. Because I mean now he touched the stone. That's that's the different, but the weapons that it created were they just like transporting people all over the place? Like you're just enjoying your meal and then bodies start raining from the sky like yeah. Oh. <laughs> like that uh, that was the the first thing I thought of was like okay, if he can survive, who else survived? That's the biggest thing for me, um, but I did not see that coming. And, and what made it even cooler for me is that like they had him like all Dementor like floating around and everything. And the <laughs> voice, I was like, I know that voice. I've heard that voice before in one of these movies, and I cannot figure what it is. And then he walks into the light, and I'm like, done. I'm yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> like that. What was- are the- yeah, that was the coolest reveal. Um, now, I did notice in the uh, credits that it's not... Um, I, I can't remember his name, but it's not the original actor that played Red Skull. Oh. Um, it looked kind of CGI in the face to me, um, but it was Ross Marquand, I okay. think, is who voiced him, who did it. But at the same time, I'm just like, man. Um, but then on top of that, is the Red Skull released now? Because mm-hmm. he's been cursed... To this, no one has come to pay the price because that's why the soul stone's still there. So if someone pays the price and he leads them to do so, is he released from that? Right. And okay, yeah. I want to know. I mean, I guess because he touched, yeah, because he touched the stone and he got there. That's like his kind of transition to there. But now he's based somewhere. Mm-hmm. So like, is he gonna like go back to Earth? 
Like, I don't know. I feel like the possibilities of him coming back would be, it would be a different agenda. Because, right. yes, he wanted that ultimate power of the Tesseract, but now he's seen a greater power. <laughs> and he is a little hungry for that. So it could be a constant, I need the stones now too, or something like that. Because I know in the comics, um, I don't know if it ever did this with Thanos, but there was actually one point where uh, one of the characters used the gauntlet. And when they used it, the, the gauntlet exploded and the stones separated, um, like scattered all over the universe. Yeah. So, which I think is what they're supposed to do, which is obviously right. not what happened, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. There may be a quest for that, or maybe the Red Skull is just stuck there forever. Um, but I thought it was cool that he mentioned that it cast him out, yeah. basically determined it he was not worthy. Right. Which mm-hmm. is, int- blows my mind a little mm-hmm. because you obviously have to be worthy of them, but then Thanos is just like, and I, I do believe Thanos is worthy of them, which I yeah. probably I'm gonna get smited for that. But, <laughs> um, like I, I true I think he I think he is and he's the worst person, but like I think yeah. that passion behind it is mm-hmm. what makes him worthy of it. Off I mean not off topic, but when you said that about Red Skull wanting the stones, seeing a giant villain Infinity War mm-hmm. would blow my mind like yep. if they're all just fighting over the gauntlet oh wow. oh yeah oh definitely well and, and on top of that too like it's it's been a theory for a long time that red skull didn't die yeah because the the stone itself it's not like the power stone where it literally just destroys you um it it, it transports you places that's its purpose and like like we see towards the end of like all the things that he does with it and everything it's space um yeah, it's it's more travel and bending space and all this other kind of stuff. So it's did the reason that he didn't die. Now I didn't think he was going to end it the way he did, but right. I thought I think that that's pretty cool that in a way it's kind of <coughs> confirmed. So yeah, but yeah, no, that was that floored that floored me completely. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so we have the Red Skull going and uh, telling Thanos how he can get the Soul Stone. And apparently you can't just pick it up. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So this moment really got me for Thanos as well. Um, and you kind of touched on it a little bit. How it, in order for him to get the Soul Stone, he had to give up something that he loved dearest. And then Gamora just like, as soon as she started just laughing, I was like, Mm-mm, nope, stop, stop doing that. <laughs> I was like, this is not going to end well for you, woman. Right. I was on the same page as her, though. I was yeah. like, oh, he doesn't love anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, it also, I mean, internally, I was like, also, she's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. But I, my initial thought was, oh, he doesn't love anything. He's going to come to a dilemma, and they're going to have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Gamora wouldn't be there for that purpose anyways. So. Right. And then when he turns around with just tears streaming down his face tears i was just like what is happening <laughs> but that yeah was- but then and, and she even comments on that and the red skull's like they're not for him yeah oh man when oh. he said that mm-hmm. and it just like paused for a moment and she like light bulb yep she and i was like girl she ran faster yeah where are you going like <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> exactly. We are we are not on a picnic. Take off now. Leave. Um, 
so yeah. So Gamora meets her end, which is really sad. Yeah, that's what, death number two? Yeah, death number two, exactly. Well, three if you count Heimdall. Yeah, uh, three yeah. if you count Heimdall. Um, major characters, though, yes. Uh, we're at death number two. I mean, no resurrections, so we'll see. <laughs> but I, I didn't I didn't see that coming until literally we were in that moment. Right. And as soon as, because, like, well, she started laughing. That's what cued me. I was like, there's no way he came out all this way for nothing. He had right. to have known something. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was just able to just grab her and just literally just chunk her right off the cliff. I was like, oh, okay. Well, right. he loves you, but he loves Bye. that more. <laughs> yeah. Well, and for me, yeah. I was like, he's got he's to gotta do it fast or else he's going to keep crying. True. Something's going to stop him. But I was like, there's no turning back for this man. Mm-hmm. So he's going to do it now. Yep. <laughs> like, Because I think he even mentioned something about uh, he's denied his destiny for too long or yeah. something to that effect. And I was just like, man. Anymore, not even for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That one, that one was rough. That one was really rough. Um, which also, I, I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know if you've ever heard the. Did you ever hear about uh, how Thanos spells out where the Infinity Stones were located? No. So, so somebody had found out that they, whoever at the storytelling group or whatever MCU, um, they had used Thanos as a way to say what which one. So T is Tesseract. The H was the one that was unknown, that was the soul stone and everything. A is for the ether. Um, N was for the necklace for Doctor Strange. Yeah. O was the orb in Guardians. And S is the scepter for the mind stone. The H, I think, was either heart or hand. Because it ended up in his hand. Right. Um, but heart being that he he had to give up something he loved. So... That's pretty cool. So yeah, <laughs> um, I think I think it may be hand though, just because of because it's been containers pretty much, and that's the only place it's been contained. Um, but yeah, I thought that that was interesting that that is complete now. So yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> um, but yeah, the Soul Stone scene was just insane, mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Um, and I think in that time frame between the Soul and Time, because we have uh, Strange Iron Man and Spider Man in space. Which, by the way, I love Strange and Iron Man together. Yeah. Like, it's the best. <laughs> that was so fun. It was just, they made it fun. Because it's like, it's like Thor and Hulk mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, from Ragnarok, like, they were great. And so now we're moving into these two. And they're, mm-hmm. they're witty and back and forth. But you know, like, initially it's out of, I'm feeling you out. And figuring out if we're going to get along or what this is going to be. Mm-hmm. But also we love what we're fighting for and we're going to fight for it no matter what. And like, we are actually the same person. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I love the part where they're arguing in the sanctum centaurum and, um, I can't remember how it got to, but Doctor Strange ends with uh, protecting your reality, douchebag. I was yeah. like, dang. <laughs> yeah, like you don't even know what's happening, Tony. <laughs> right. I loved that so much. Like, literally, there's someone who can go toe to toe with Tony. I love it. Um, but yeah, so we go from the Soul Stone. Thor gets his new hammer and everything, and mm-hmm. we're on to the Time Stone. And that's trippy. <laughs> um, so we end up going to Thanos' home planet, Titan, mm-hmm. which is 
in ruins completely. Um, yeah. I think Peter Quill even says that it's like eight degrees off its axis and weird gravitational yeah. things. Yeah. And, all that kind of stuff. Um, but what I what I really thought was interesting was like Doctor Strange really shines here. He does a lot of crazy cool spells and stuff like that, but he looks into the future. And I think this is really important for the future of the MCU. Um, because he says that I hate that I know this number, but I've seen it twice. So, but it's uh, he he said he's like doing all this crazy stuff with his head, and they're like right. uh, something's going on with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't look right. Um, and so he gets done and, uh, they're like, Hey, you're back. What's, what's, what's going on? He's like, I, I went forward to the future to see all the out- possible outcomes. And they were like, cool. How'd we do? Right. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, well, I saw 14 million, I think it was 406 or 506, something like that, uh, outcomes. And he's like, well, how many did we win? One. And it was just like, well, time to pack Great. it up guys. <laughs> um, so I think this is big because he ends up getting Strange to hand over the Time Stone in the, oh my God, Tony almost died moment where oh. I thought he was gone. <laughs> I thought that was it. I really did. Because like, I've been speculating this whole time. It's Iron Man or Cap. Mm-hmm. One of the big guys is going. And it's neither. And it's neither. <laughs> and I was, first of all, because I was expecting it, I was mad that it was neither. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I shouldn't be mad, but also. <laughs> right. <laughs> but actually. <laughs> like. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, I completely agree. That, that, well, I mean, and, and that's the thing is like, it, even though it wasn't either one of them, it ended up being much, much worse. So <laughs> that, that was, but we'll get to that because that's a, mm, that's a whole nother thing. But no, so I think with, with, um, with the time stone and everything, I think that that's important because he had mentioned while they were on the, the flying donut as Tony mm-hmm. sort of delicately called it, um, that if it came down to saving Tony or Spider-Man, that he would go for the time stone. Like, and he's like, cool. We know where your moral compass is. Great. Great. Yeah. Thanks guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I think that he's still in that. Even though he gave up the time stone, he saw all the out- outcomes, which means that he knows how to play all the outcomes and how they work out and what happens and everything. He knew that Quill was going to go off the rails, which I am so mad at Quill for that. Me too. I'm so glad somebody else is mad because I feel like other people are going to be like, oh, yeah, like crime of passion. No. No, bull. Well, you are a guardian <laughs> of the galaxy. Keep your head together. Exactly. Like, I get. So I get. It's your girl. I get the yeah. sadness and everything, but we were literally we had the gauntlet at the fingertips. Close. <laughs> I also am curious though. What would they have done if they got it off? Can they like destroy it or? Yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder if it would have. I would wonder if it would have still housed the stones. Right. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, MC the way the MCU is, it's a little different than the uh, than the comics. So I mean. I think in the comics it could house the stones and nobody had to wear it. Um, But I don't think they ever kept them on the gauntlet. I think, yeah, because that was when in the comics they did the Illuminati. (laughs) And uh, it was uh, Tony, uh, Strange, Beast, Professor X, Namor, Mr. Man, like all the the greatest minds in the world or whatever. Basically. Um, And they all got a stone and they all had to protect the stone. So it was to keep them apart, but if they ever needed to bring them together, they could. 
that makes so, yeah. a lot of sense. Um, but like they worked in the background, did a whole lot of shady stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> as as shady as you would think the Illuminati would be. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah. I mean, I don't know that they would have had an end game other than just get it off. What do we do now? Fly. Figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Let's figure it out. Let's make one of these things fly. Let's disappear. I don't yeah. know. So, <laughs> which side note, I did like uh, Peter Quill's little dip into Doctor Strange's portal. It's like, boom! Yeah, boom. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That whole scene, that whole like fight scene was oh, great. It was so cool. It was awesome that they weren't communicating with the other group, but yet they were still a distraction. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, okay, it's working out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, at least for the moment. If they can hold out long enough, maybe it'll work out. No. <laughs> Um, it was definitely, I mean, like comedy and then like action and wit with mm-hmm. strange and his, oh, I love watching him fight. Oh, absolutely. Hours. It's mm-hmm. favorite, favorite Avenger. I guess he's an Avenger now, right? Right. Uh, yeah. strange. Yeah. I would imagine it wasn't <laughs> yeah. official, but yeah, <laughs> I did like Spider-Man getting official Avenger. Yeah, that was cool. Really he, like for a second, he's just like. Oh my god! And then he's like, serious face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought for a moment he was gonna be. He was like, okay, scared. I'm mm. good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I loved his team up with Strange too. The dipping out of the portals. It's like magic, magic, <laughs> magic with a kick. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I love them so much, and yes. like the comedy was so perfectly timed throughout that movie because when I would get really tense and like really nervous about something, they would make a joke and I was like, <laughs> yep. great. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. No, movie. I, Sorry. I loved it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I absolutely loved it. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to think. So yeah, so so Peter Quill messes everything up, which I loved how he was like, for the record, this was my plan. <laughs> and, and then he goes and screws it all up. Right. So doesn't matter. Because um, even... Iron Man's like, dude, keep it together. Keep it together. He's messing with you. Just keep yeah. it together and can't do it. But I mean, in all fairness, Star-Lord's always been very emotional anyways. So yeah. he's not really a good one under pressure. Uh, so, but I mean, I don't know. I thought the plan was pretty great. It was working swimmingly until, yep, yeah, almost there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gets the time stone and he disappears and everything. And so we're in Wakanda and they're fighting six-legged dogs that are freaking huge. The Outriders um, is actually what they're called in the comics. Yeah. I was like, what are those? They're a lot worse in the comics, actually. <laughs> so in the, in, in the movie, they're more kind of like cannon fodder, basically, where it's like, like, like Proxima Midnight says, we have blood to spare. So literally it's just, because at first I thought that they were going to hit the shield so much that it was just going to overload it and then open it up itself, which may have happened if Black Panther wasn't like, you know what? Just open the gate. Let's just do it. Um, But yeah, so with the outriders in the comics, they can actually like peer into your mind and (laughs) see your thoughts and your secrets and like they're spies. Basically Um, they're still animalistic, but they're much more lethal. So (laughs) a little skinnier too, but <laughs> That's so scary. Yes. Um, yeah, I was very put off. Not put off in a bad way, but like mm, that terrifying. It's creepy. <laughs> now imagine a legion of them. No. 
Um, but yeah, so with with the Outriders and everything, they're fighting them. Um, we get some cool moments with Black Panther, and uh, I love Black Panther and Cap running side by side. Racing? Yes. Oh, somebody in my theater yelled, race! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I loved it. Because like, yeah. I've always wondered, like, I mean, you always kind of wonder the who's stronger, who's faster, kind of stuff like that. And it was cool to see them kind of keep up with each other and everything. And it was like, oh, neat. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, my favorite team up of the whole thing, though, was, well, I have two. It was Rocket and Winter Soldier. Ugh, Love yeah. that whole exchange. Like, How much for the arm? <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> and then um, the one against Proxima Midnight, where uh, they're over top of Scarlet. Uh, Scarlet Witch, and she's like, well, what are you going to do? You're alone. And then you just hear Black Widow as cold as ever. She's not alone. And then her and Okoye just kill it. Oh my gosh. Good. Yes. And that, I think, I'm biased towards because I'm a lady, but I was just like, lady, brawl, let's go. (laughs) This is awesome. And like, the the aerial shot of it, Mm -hmm. quality stuff. Absolutely. It was definitely one of my favorite moments for sure. Oh, absolutely. And, and in all honesty, like, fighting-wise and, and all that, like, Okoye and Black Widow were killing it in this movie. Like, I love seeing them fight, yeah. uh, especially when Proxima Midnight ends up meeting her end, and oh she's got the blue blood on her face. She's like, gross. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, this is kind of jumping back and just, like, as, like, sure. a very side note, but mm-hmm. the reveal of Steve at the station, the train station. Yes. We all knew it was coming because it was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. But I, for a second, was like, who is that? And mm-hmm. then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> in the trailer and he's going to catch something. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then, and then Black Widow and who else was with them? Falcon. Falcon. And yeah. I was like, ah, mm-hmm. they all were together this whole time? Like, because I thought it was just going to be Steve. And mm-hmm. it wasn't. And it was the greatest moment. I was so excited. It was so cool. And I loved how, like, in all honesty, they they seemed like a well-oiled machine. Like, yeah. when one took a hit and just took off, it was to pass it to another. It was just <laughs> constant. Um, and, and I love how Proxima Midnight was like, you're not going to get that chance again. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, get cocky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is coming. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There was a lot of cool team-ups in this. Mm-hmm. I, and and that's one of the many reasons why I love when they get together for Avengers movies. Like, even in Civil War, you got a lot of cool team-ups. But it's just something about the Avengers magic. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's just really cool. Like, you're just cheering on your favorite characters. And some mm-hmm. of them that aren't your favorite characters that just happen to be really awesome in this one. Like, yeah. Or they partner up with your favorite character, and you're like, that was cool. Yes. <laughs> Do that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, Bruce and the Hulkbuster. What'd you think? I for sure thought that Hulk was coming out. I thought he was gonna Hulk out from in the suit. I was like, he's gonna bust out of there, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be epic. And he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I was for a second, and I was like, this is cool that because I love. I've recently I love more of the new Bruce, mm-hmm. more of like the Ragnarok, end of Ragnarok. I don't like when they first come back together. I like more of end of Ragnarok Bruce and then this movie Bruce, but mm-hmm. like. He's very, he's great because he's like, I don't want to say more realistic, but is more realistic with the fact that he is the Hulk. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy the development of the Hulk as a character versus Bruce Banner as a character, Mm -hmm. because I know that there's a separation comics wise. 
but they, the, they become separate at one point and then they join back. It's a weird thing, but yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there's all of this stuff that happens to them, but we never really see it. It's just mm-hmm. like, I get mad and here I am, which is great because that's kind of the point. But to see this character development of the Hulk and him coming out and saying, no, I'm <laughs> that was great. You. you don't get an option. You gotta come out here. Like <laughs> people are dying. And, but it was just so cool to like, know that, okay, like Hulk has an option, but Bruce has got to figure it out now. So now we have two in one. Yep. <laughs> like it's great. Well, it was cool seeing Bruce be his own person too. Um, seeing that he can add to the team and not have to be the Hulk. Right. I thought that was really cool. Cause even, even in the Hulkbuster while he's fighting Cole Obsidian, he's, he's, he's like, come on, let's do this. This is the yeah. time last yeah. second. And then he's like, no, <laughs> I handle it myself. Right. Like, and it's yeah. like, all of a sudden he, it's like Bruce shows up and I love that. So yeah. yeah, it was, it was a cool, it was cool moments for Bruce. Um, mm-hmm. cause I think what happened with Thanos at the beginning of the movie really shook Hulk. And I think that's why that's, that's happening. So, yeah. But yeah. Um, so with the whole thing in Wakanda, um, so they're trying to take out vision stone cause we don't trade lives and everything, which I hate this because second time watching it, I'm like, could have ended it there. Could have ended it there. <laughs> I felt so bad for feeling like that, but I was yes. like, he's willing to sacrifice his life. Mm-hmm. I know that he's a person to Wanda. I get that. I know that he's a person to the team. He's not an actual person. And yeah. <laughs> that is the worst internal feeling for me because I feel like the worst human being ever, but I'm also like, he's willing to sacrifice his life. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, Oh, we trade your life for like two. It's mm-hmm. you're trading lives for half of the world. <laughs> Exactly. And he wants to. And that's your whole job description. Mm-hmm. Kind <laughs> of. Save the world. So <laughs> do it. But I was very much, yeah, I was I was like, you could have done this. And mm-hmm. I know it would have been painful for Wanda, but you have the whole team that would have been there to care for you. Yep. Because literally it comes down to, it, it's literally a, sequ- a sequence of events where it's like Scarlet Witch, stay with Vision while Shuri works on him. She leaves. Vision ends up in the trouble. It's just like, it, it, literally, it's one thing after another after another of just bad decisions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I was really scared for Shuri, though. I was like, you can't kill my girl. Come on. That was terrifying. I was like, no, no, no. No, no, Get out of there. Mm-hmm. Somebody figure it out. When um, Okoye was like, why was she in there the whole time? Yes. <laughs> I was like, she's got a point. Like, I know that somebody had to protect him. Mm-hmm. But, like, someone else could have, though. Yeah, like, anybody else that was not that necessary mm-hmm. for something like this fight. Right. Guards or something. He's got magic. <laughs> Protect yeah. something else. <laughs> Okoye in this was just, it was, it was great. I, I can't wait to see more of her, for sure. Um, but, yeah, so, so in that fight, too, we get Thor making his debut with his new Stormbreaker. <laughs> Freaking killer! So good. Oh, moment. <laughs> I, I love the part where uh, where Bruce is like, "You guys are so screwed." <laughs> that was so good, and I was like, "That's what we're all thinking." That's yes. why I said that because it is. Because I mean, 
I love all of them and they all have their powers and they all have their kind of their thing. Mm-hmm. Thor has it all. He's And like, that sounds really dumb, I guess, when I think about it because obviously he's a god, but like, oh, every yeah. time he comes somewhere, he just flattens the field. Oh yeah. And I'm like, He's so what? overpowered. Yeah, I'm like, we have this whole team of things and Thor can just do it all for mm-hmm. you. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, like he said, he, he's fifteen hundred years old, and he's killed twice as many, yeah. so, or defeated. I think is how he said it, or something. But yeah, but I mean, like, it's now that he knows that he is God of Thunder and not, hey, I'm just uh, the hammer. Yeah, game over, man. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, so, so good. <laughs> I love that. And so it was like Scarlet Witch and Thor both show up, and stuff gets real and everything. Um. But yeah, so so he gets the time stone. He's gotten the time stone. He's after the mind stone. Um, they've cleared out all of the outriders and everything. And I love how um, Thor's like just blowing through their ship. Like you're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> get get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah, this is where it gets real, right? Mm-hmm. This is where it gets really real. Cause like, cause like all the the whole time, like all of a sudden it just gets silent, and Skywalker oh. sound did the sound for this, just like yeah. they did uh, Last Jedi and everything. Holder went over exactly. That's exactly what I thought of. Cause like, no joke, it's like from the moment that they're like something's wrong. Black Widow's like looking up at the sky and everything. She's like, what is going on? Um, like everybody's freaked out, and it's like I don't know. It gave me like an end of the world kind of feel. Um, yeah. cause I, I wonder if it was like a, a birds flying away or something. I never really saw what it was, but it was I just like, know. I don't really know if anything was mm-hmm. happening cause I, and I could be wrong. I could have missed it, but I feel like it was just a stillness that changed mm-hmm. and they were like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. Like something has changed or like, yeah, too much silence. And mm-hmm. then they realized that like when they stopped moving, everything was different. Right. Yeah. Um, that creeped me out. Like the just the silence, and like Skywalker Sound has mastered the art of silence. It's yeah. so weird because you're a sound company, but <laughs> the the placement of silence it's just insane. Be- yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Thanos shows up, and everybody's trying to do everything they can to keep him from getting to Vision. Uh, Scarlet Witch finally decides. I'm going to destroy the stone um, after Shuri can't save him, all that kind of stuff and everything, um, which is heartbreaking. Uh, she succeeds. And was I the only one that didn't see the time stone coming? <laughs> no, I definitely saw it. Like, I was like, there's no, okay, we're done. Cool. Thanos, yeah. get out. Like, <laughs> yeah. The, the time stone. Like, I just wasn't thinking about that. Mm hmm. I was like, okay, he's going to come in here and, like, beat the daylights out of everyone because he's mad that he didn't get the Mind Stone. That's yeah. it. <laughs> no. Not no. not even not even a sweat from him. Yeah. Then, he was it, just like, ha okay. Yeah. And then, and then the way he's sitting here, like, touching Scarlet Witch's head and, like, in all honesty, I thought he was going to, like, smash her head like a grape or something. I was yeah, like, game like, over. It's coming in hot. And I was yeah. like, okay. Can't watch because I am very bad about bone crushing things. Yeah. Can't do that. <laughs> mentally preparing myself, and that was a lot. Oh yeah, sure. definitely. Um, but the whole my child and all, like, 
dude is so creepy. <laughs> but like, yeah, so I didn't see the time stone thing coming. And in all honesty, I feel like out of all the deaths, Vision almost has the worst. Because yeah. he's not killed once. He's killed twice. So many times. <laughs> so many times. Like in he, he ways. Do what? In different ways. Because yeah. isn't the first one like painful and then the next one? Well, the first one he literally explodes to ash. Like with right. the with the mind stone and everything. And the whole all I feel is you and all that kind of stuff. Sweet, <laughs> sentimental. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I mean like he's exploded into pieces and then Thanos is like no big deal. Puts him back together and then takes a chunk out of his daggum cranium <laughs> and just rips the stone right out and then he just drops on the ground. I'm like, dude, that can't catch great. a break. Yeah, that change in his color, yes. I was out by that. I was like, but that's that made it so much more real. Mm -hmm. It's not just like a body falling. You're like, he's gone. Like, this is like multiple systems and things that have shut down. Right. Like, he is done for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with with him dying and everything, obviously he's got all the stones. Um, and so, I mean, there was that anticipation, that sickening feeling of, oh, God, what's next? <laughs> and then Thor comes out of nowhere to the rescue and throws his hammer. And uh, the hammer's apparently stronger than the gauntlet, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then hits him in the chest. And this is where I have issue. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily issue, but so I, I've noticed at, from this point, literally, because I, I feel like with every single Marvel movie, there's a moral of the story kind of thing. There's a theme of some kind. With Iron Man, it was his selfishness to selflessness. Um, with Cap, it was about sacrifice and everything. Um, Thor was about finding himself and things like that, or in believing in himself. With this one it's almost a cautionary tale to vengeance because Star-Lord screwed everything up because he lost his mind over Gamora. Can't fault him. I mean, right. too much. I still, I'm a little salty with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, he, he lost the gauntlet to that. His own selfish rage, basically his vengeance. Um, Drax messed up multiple times, focused on his vengeance Thor comes in hot uh, with the hammer, and it's like, oh, Thor's going to save the day. Pushes the hammer in him and everything, and he takes time to really make sure he feels it. Right. Like, it no. Dude needs to be dead instantly. Let's yeah. take him out before everyone dies. Yeah. Like, have we not learned anything from pop culture? Chop their head off. <laughs> <laughs> or the hand. Even that. Just the gauntlet. Get it yeah, off. Yeah, just get the gauntlet off. Nobody needs to have anything else. Just the gauntlet. Take it off. Um, but no, he wants to sit here and, oh, oh, I told you death was coming for you, and da 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 da, and all this other kind of mess. And basically to exact his vengeance for killing his brother in Heimdall. And the the that part where you've got Thanos, he, he, for a second he sounds like he's kind of like almost begging for life because you can't tell what he's saying. And then it's, you should have gone for the head. Snap. <laughs> And it's just like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. All that work and all that talk and all you did was screw everything. Up. Yep. <laughs> well, and for me, the talking thing after you kill or attempt to kill or almost mm -hmm. kill, whatever it is, it's such a villain thing to do. Yes. It's such a, look, I win. 
and then they lose. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Thor, come on. You've done this before. You're right. 1,500 years old. <laughs> <laughs> you've done but, this a couple times. <laughs> yeah, like, you know that this is what they do before they think they defeated you. So why would you do this to Thanos? Of all people. Of all people. Of mm-hmm. all yeah. Well, and, and that's that's the cool thing that I think with this movie is that it literally turns those archetypes on its head because you've got the heroes grandstanding and doing the monologuing and all this other kind of stuff. And Thanos is like, I'm here to do one thing. I don't I don't care what you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, in all honesty, that's what it came down to is I'm here for my destiny. OK, cool. Mm-hmm. You should have gone for the head. Game right. over, man. <laughs> So yeah, um, but that that was what was crazy to me is like it was it was literally a lesson in vengeance is what the whole movie felt like to me um, yeah. because every single time something happened it was because someone did something stupid out of some kind of rage um, need to settle a score or something like that and ruined half the universe to be yeah. honest um, yeah in total for yeah. sure. <laughs> definitely um what did you think about the scene after he snapped his fingers i wish i would have cried <laughs> but i didn't i didn't um, either i this is basically how i felt to mm-hmm. be honest this, this silence this like loss for words is very much how i felt i was i was like okay people are gonna start dying mm-hmm what's going to happen. And then people started dying. I thought maybe they're just going to disappear or they're just going to fall over. Mm-hmm. They did disappear, but very like ceremoniously in, yeah. in, an, in a way. And I was just very like, Oh my God, like how many, like how many are we going to see? Yeah. What's the first question before, mm-hmm. Like, I was shocked, I was silent, and then I was questioning, how many are we going to see? What's, like, what? how are we going into this next movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically. Right. Um, who died first? That's a bad question. But... So, as far as to the gauntlet, yes. <laughs> I've got a little kill list. <laughs> a little, a little, uh... We pull that back Memoir, up. or whatever. So, we have, we what? lost uh, Bucky, the Falcon, Scarlet Witch, Groot, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Star-Lord, Drax, Mantis, Nick Fury, and Maria Hill. Yeah. And that's the ones that we know of. <laughs> right. It's not like general population plus other members. Yeah. I, okay, well, this is what I was going to tell you earlier. This girl in my audience, Bucky disappear, like is running and disappears. Mm-hmm. He let out an audible scream. <laughs> and oh, was, wow. And then <laughs> audibly, again, cries into her hands and is, like, weeping. <laughs> oh, man. <For> like, <laughs> but then I was like, I mean, I mean, if it's her character. Yeah. Like, all, all kudos to her for even... Not walking out, I guess. I, but, I guarantee you a friend of mine probably did that as well. <laughs> and it's like, I love Bucky, but not... I mean, I like Bucky. Mm. Like, he's great, but he's not my character. Mm. And so I also just kind of didn't get that, but I, it's kind of how I felt when Spider-Man went, so... Dude, Spider-Man wrecked me. 
That was um, the hardest one. Yes, that was the hardest one. Um, <laughs> Groot started getting me because, I mean, Rocket and Groot. Like, you can't... And, and from what Rocket's already been through with losing Groot, all of that just came back up fresh. And it was just like, man. And then Spider-Man, though. Like, Peter Parker is like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so well. And I don't then, want to yeah, I don't want to die. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. It just kept going on. Like I'm tearing up thinking about it right now. <laughs> like, I, oh my god! Like I, I could, I, I couldn't do it. Like I, I was sitting there. The first time was rough. I held it together. The <laughs> second time when I went with Kristen, I, I, I couldn't. I was just like, I, I, it's this is what's happening now. <laughs> um, that was horrible. They definitely knew that that was going to be the hardest one because everybody else kind of just like off. Mm-hmm. He took forever. Well, he's a kid too. Like, uh, like, why is this taking so long? Like, yeah. let him go peacefully. You're. Uh. Oh yeah, no that that was clearly intentional. But I was like, um, oh hey, you're hurting already. Guess okay. what? Here. Yeah, have some more. Yeah, uh, Garlet Witch to me went peacefully. Mm-hmm. Look on her face when she flaked away, which mm-hmm. sounds horrible. Flaked away, <laughs> disintegrated. When, when she horrible. was gone with the wind. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she, like was looking and seemed very like I need to go because mm-hmm. I've now lost vision. Um, and I think that that was like a good thing for us to see in it because like knowing that okay there is a good side to this but it's not like a good side it's mm-hmm. just like, not everybody's gonna suffer um i guess <laughs> yeah uh, i was very shocked at t'challa yes very Akoye's very- face killed me that look of just absolute horror, horror. yeah Scared. because like he was he was in it he didn't feel it or anything like that he was just like look it's no time to we gotta go we gotta go and then all of a sudden, just gone. Done. And she's just looking like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. And I think I think what kills me the most is that, like, we lost large people. Mm-hmm. Like, but people that I didn't expect. Because, like I said earlier, I expected Cap or Iron Man to be out. Yeah. And, like, having them be left is logical because they are the, the leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I shouldn't put quotes around that. They are the <laughs> Yeah. They fight over it, obviously. So... But to lose somebody like Black Panther was very shocking mm-hmm. to me. And the fact that none of his guards died, none of them disintegrated. Like Akoya yeah. and nobody else in that guard uniform disintegrated. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Strange shocked me as well. Yes. Because he was talking to Tony and I was like, okay, like both of the great minds, like mm-hmm. Thanos is going to leave these. Yeah. He's going to leave these great minds because just two of them isn't going to destroy him. Yeah. Or like that because he left tony well and that's the thing though is that none of it was chosen though this wasn't thanos choosing who goes and who stays he he had mentioned it earlier um when he was talking about his home planet of titan where Mm -hmm. it was random like all of it's random um on gamora's home planet it was literally one of you you guys on this side you guys on this side we kill this side um it's all random i think he said uh rich poor old young it doesn't matter um, and so all of it was absolutely random. Now, I, I would have preferred one of the big three to go, like Cap instead of Bucky or something like that. Yeah. Um, because I felt like it ended up being a bunch of, like, it, not all minor characters. I mean, you got Star-Lord, Black Panther, Spider-Man. They're big characters, 
but they haven't been there from the beginning. Right. They're not. Yeah. Who was established and who has led them to this point. Right. I, I personally, I feel like cap would have been a really hard hit to like morale mm-hmm. and Tony would have been a really hard hit to reality. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been like, this guy is so arrogant and so, but so undefeated. Mm-hmm. And now he's gone. What do we do? Like yeah. they still would have been at a loss for like, regardless of civil war, they would have been like crap. Right. Like we've yeah. lost our own and cap would have been. Yeah. Like a, okay, we've lost our leader. Huh, what do we do? Uh, let's all cry for a couple of days. Well, there's not a whole lot of people to left cry to either. So yeah. <laughs> man, like you know, now it's like the leaders and they're like, uh, we don't have a team. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, one person actually brought this up to me. Um, Pepper, did she survive it? Because <laughs> you know that would crush Tony. Yeah, he'd be done for anyways. Because the only one of his friends left is Rody. That's it. Did Rody? Su- Rody did survive. Yeah, Rody survived. So it's literally just Cap and Ro- or not Cap, uh, Tony and Rody right now on on Team Iron Man, right. necessarily. So yeah. But yeah. Who's left? Can we? Because we've got who's dead. Who's yeah. left? So I think let's see. It's Cap, Iron Man, um, Banner, R- Thor, oh, Okoye, yeah. Rocket, Rhodey. Um, did I already say Black Widow? No. Black Widow. Uh, Umbaku survived. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think Shuri survived as well. Yeah. I um. But yeah, that's who we know of. I think the ones that we actually saw that were in the fight. So yeah. But yeah. This, I know that we probably have to wrap up soon, but this leads me to a thought from one of the podcasts that I was listening to. I think it was Collider Heroes. Okay. Um, They were talking about who could kind of be, they were speculating on who was going to die mm-hmm. um, a while back. And they were talking about if, like, Tony died. Like, Shuri would be the new Tony. Basically, yeah. Technologically advanced and all this other stuff. And I'm like, that would make a lot of sense. But now Tony's not gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if, like, there'll be... This is me speculating. But there'll be, like, a, a passing down of, I can't do this anymore. Like, if Pepper survived, if he opts out. Yeah. That she can take over so that Pepper's not sad anymore. He's coming to terms with all of his loss. Like, to me, that would make the most sense. I obviously am not writing these, but... <laughs> oh, why not? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, it's, I, yeah, I don't... I really... I'm just very curious to see what happens. Yeah. Well, going forward, um, I mean, my theories as of now, because, I mean, we have no idea of what's going to happen for Phase 4, because the only actually actual official announced movies are Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel, both of which happen pre-Infinity War. Uh, Captain Marvel is happening in the 1990s, and Ant-Man and the Wasp is immediately after Civil War. Um, So the deal that they mentioned that Ant-Man took with Hawkeye, that's what we're going to get to see with him on house arrest and stuff like that, Um, which will be funny. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so in all honesty, like I was kind of at a loss for words at the end of it, more so because I don't know what which death is permanent. Because he did mention at the beginning, Thanos did, um, the no resurrections. Um, Kevin Feige has even gone on record saying that if they're dead, they're dead. But 
there's no way that the people affected by the gauntlet could stay dead. They killed all of the new Avengers. Yeah, that's like, my thing. Yeah. What blows my mind. I'm like, how... And how are they going to come back? Right. Like, we know that they need to be used. Mm-hmm. How are they going to get them back? <laughs> exactly. Well, in, in the comics, it, I think it was that uh, Thanos... I, I want, And I could be very wrong, but because it, it's been a long time since I've read this story, but I think Thanos actually went and killed everything. And death was still not satisfied. And so I think he ended up putting it back or something like that. I could be wrong about that. But it was something weird where he wasn't really defeated. Um, It was more of his own volition of, I'll try something else (laughs) kind of thing. Um, Again, I could be very wrong because it's been a very long time since I've read that storyline. But it's got to be something with the gauntlet because there's a second gauntlet at uh, Needle Valir. There's a second one there. So that stands to reason that they could still assemble the stones, use them and everything. If that current gauntlet is unusable. Right. And is so with the gauntlet, it's, it does what you want because you think it, I think so. Okay. So theoretically, if they do, if they are able to use the other gauntlet, which maybe not, because maybe that's why Thanos had him make more. Mm -hmm. If that's what, if he had him make those, but theoretically they could get that. Because Thor's still around, so he'd be like, hey, I saw this, let's go get it, recreate this, and bring them all back. Mm -hmm. Bring select few back. Oh, definitely, yeah. Well, and that's where I'm wondering who will come back. Because if Scarlet Witch comes back, we're on a House of M kind of track with her. Because she's lost, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that line, but... So, in the comics, there's a line called House of M, where Scarlet Witch loses her mind and creates an alternate reality where mutants don't exist. Now, we don't have mutants, but <laughs> she literally changes everything because she believes that people would be happier if they didn't exist. Right. So either everyone's a mutant or no one's a mutant. Um, but, like, she literally changes everything. Her and Vision have two kids. Oh. Um, like, all of it. Like, it's just, it's yeah. messed up. Like, it literally comes down to Professor, Professor X gets into her head and is like, this is not real, Wanda. This is not real. Wake up. Uh, and everything, and so because I mean, like she changes all of reality, like all of it. It nothing is the same. So, yeah, uh, and so we're on track with her losing literally everything. She's lost her brother. She's lost the love of her life. Mm-hmm. Wanda has nothing to live for. She's gonna lose her mind. That's the next yeah. thing that's gonna gonna happen. So she's so susceptible to that. Like I, just knowing her from the movies, like mm-hmm. she's definitely susceptible to going insane. I mean, over. literally, there there's one moment. Well two moments from age of Ultron that shows that she could do something like that. And that's the part where she feels that her brother has died, drops down screams and everything turns to dust around her. And then when she kills Ultron and she's like, it felt like this and then crushes his heart. Wanda's one step away from being a supervillain. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I thought she was, that's really the direction I thought she was going to from Ultron, to be honest, but I'm glad she didn't. Cause I really, I enjoy her as Mm -hmm. a, Super hero. <laughs> <laughs> she was really cool in this movie too. So yeah, she really got to shine a lot more than she has in the other ones. I liked seeing her and Vision's relationship for sure. It made both of them more human. Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it could go anywhere. <laughs> That's where we're at. Like, like I was telling you earlier with the Last Jedi, I have no theories going forward because it just kind of was like, cool. Here's everybody on the Millennium Falcon. Peace yeah. out. 
See you next time. <laughs> Here's the resistance. Find yeah. out. <laughs> next week on no <laughs> uh but yeah no i mean that's how i felt at the end of this where i was just kind of like what um and oh the end credit scene real quick um because we are out of time but uh the end credit scene um where uh we have nick fury and maria hill both of them turn to dust um yeah. you you get uh sam jackson's almost mother <laughs> that was great that was awesome yeah uh, <laughs> and then um, and he pulls out a little transponder or some kind of communication thing, hits it right before he disappears, and Captain Marvel. That, okay, so for me, the only reason I even knew that symbol is because I teach, I teach a kid's sports class. Mm-hmm. And one of our themes was, or one of our superheroes um, for superhero training was Captain Marvel. Oh, cool. Like, <gasps> wait. Because <laughs> I don't know anything about her. Oh, you're in for a treat. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I know that symbol. I know who it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about what's going to happen. <laughs> her, her introduction, and I'll close with this, her introduction opens the MCU for so many things on a galactic scale on everything. Like, wow. there are some crazy aliens that are going to start coming out of the woodworks. Her backstory, all I mean, it's insane. It, it's. I, I don't know how she's going to fix what's happened. <laughs> so that, that, when that when I saw that I was like, "Cool, Captain Marvel." Do we even know she's not dust right now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'd assume he wouldn't call her, but I mean, so I was just kind of like, "Okay, but how are we gonna fix this, guys?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, like my wife was even like when we got out of the movie, <laughs> the whole way out she's like, "They're not dead. They're not dead." I said, "You know, one of the stages of grief is denial." <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of it, she was like. Heaney, are they dead? I was like, you're in the acceptance phase. <laughs> Circle, just keep going. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so it, definitely enjoyed the movie. It was a great movie. If, I mean, watch it multiple times. I'm going to go see it again in literally an hour. So <laughs> I'm very excited about it. Um, but Cheyenne, thank you for joining me again. I love our Marvel talks. It's awesome. Thank you for having me. This one was a lot of fun. There was so much going on, but I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Definitely one of our longer episodes as of late, but there was so much to talk about. Like, I mean, there's no way that we could have compressed this any more than it was. Um, Yeah, but we hope you guys enjoyed uh, our chat and everything. Um, Leave us a review. Uh, Follow us on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Kessel Run Weekly, um, and on our website, KesselRunWeekly.com. Uh, we even have a little contact area where you can send us an email if you'd like. Um, if you want to talk about Infinity Wars, Star Wars, whatever. Um, we have new episodes every single week if you're finding us for just Marvel stuff. We do Star Wars. <laughs> do Star Wars things as well. Um, but we love all things Marvel and Star Wars. So definitely check us out. Subscribe, like, do all the things. Thank you for listening and watching. We really appreciate it. And so until next time, my name is Danny. My name's Cheyenne. And may the force be with you.